0: Welcome guys. I need to figure out a way to like slowly turn off that music. Ah, uh, I love it. I hope you do too. Hey guys. This is me Lucia at Transform by His Word. And today we're going to be talking about drum roll please. What is Christianity? Um yeah. So, updates um We have a guest coming in at the end of the month. That's really exciting. Um, I'm going to be talking about what's Christianity today. And then next week, we're going to be talking about why uh, should we choose Christianity um, or why not? You know, Uh, so we'll be talking about that. And then we'll have our guest. Um here for a little tiny interview uh just chatting with her she is not a Christian um she is not a believer at all but she has some really cool insight on um what Christianity how Christianity has impacted her life even though she is not a Christian so without further ado we are going to start start. As always, if you have any questions, if I say something that you're like, "Um, I don't think so, that's wrong, please, please, please send me an email, lgoss at transformedbyhisword.org. You can always check out the website transformedbyhisword.org, but that's how you get a hold of me. Like I said, if I say something that's like, I don't know what she was talking about, or there's scripture that goes against what she said, or, you know, I'm a lifelong learner, so you're not going to hurt my feelings. Actually, I'll appreciate it because I like learning new things. Um, So in the lamest, easiest terms, what is Christianity? Uh, and Christianity can be defined by people... That follow the teachings of Jesus Christ. That's it right uh, that is what makes the simple explanation right the that's not what it makes a Christian but that's what the simple explanation is. Um, if you are not a Christian and you encounter someone that's a Christian and they say yeah I am Christian. Basically, what they're saying is they follow the teachings of Jesus Christ. So, um, by the way, side note, if you are not a Christian and you're listening to this, thank you for being here. I am not here to bombard you with uh, my own thoughts and feelings about things. I'm here to bombard you with the Bible. And if you have any questions, email me. Um, If you're interested in learning more, just let me know. I'm here to help. All right. So, uh, Christianity as a whole can um, be looked at as this huge entity, right? This huge church. Uh, We have talked about having uh, different denominations and why we have different denominations. Um, I will put a link. I don't know where the links go, but I will put a link on this area so you can click on it and go to the denomination one, so you can understand why there's so many denominations when it comes to Christianity. But true Christianity is um, has several things that are pivotal. 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 Sorry, my English sometimes escapes me. Um, Two things that you have to believe to be a Christian. Okay. There's a lot of cults that will call themselves Christians that are not necessarily Christians. Um, so there's like, I don't know, I did some research and it looks like there's a debate whether there's 10 or 15 or 20 things are like the things that you have to believe in order to be a Christian. Um, I narrowed it out to five things. I feel like if these five things are missing from your Christianity, then you need to read scripture, Um, maybe try to redefine what it is you're believing. So that's what I'm going to be talking about. So the first thing I think is imperative. Imperative? Is that a good word? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> to Christianity is the Trinity. Okay, so the Trinity is um, the idea that we serve only one God. Now, this one God is three in one. Okay, so if you've never heard this concept, is really hard to. Like completely grasp and understand, but we're trying to grasp and understand an unlimited God, right? Our brains just can't necessarily do that. So this one is a point of contention with a lot of people, just because it's it's a hard concept as humans to understand. So I've got several scriptures here. I have three different scriptures. I have John one one, Luke twenty two seventy. Mark three eleven, Philippians 2, 5 through 11. I'm only going to read the first one um, because I'm not doing a thing on the, the Trinity, right? I'm just going to be touching on these uh, differentials <clears throat> for Christians. So John 1 through 3, I don't like to read just one verse. Um, sometimes you need context. This specific one, you definitely need context. Actually, you always need context, but this specific one, I'm going to give you context. So John 1, 1 through 3 says, in the beginning was the word. Uh, So Jesus is um, later identified as the word. So he calls himself the word of God. Okay. So in this passage, it says, in the beginning was the word, aka Jesus. Jesus. And the word was with God. So that's another another entity, if you will. So this is who you would call Jehovah. So the word was with God and the word was God. Okay. Uh, if you keep reading, it says he was in the beginning with God and all things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made. So this is the idea that Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit live as three entities in one creature. I'm saying creature because we don't really have the capacity to understand what God is, okay? Um, That's why I'm using that word. All right. The next thing I think you have to have. To be called a Christian, um, it's the resurrection of Christ. So the death and resurrection of Jesus. Um, you can look at the resurrection in Luke twenty four forty six and Mark sixteen six. Uh, again, this is another big one. I'm not going to go into all the details. I'm going to read you just one verse. Uh, the Luke twenty four forty six one says, "Then he said to them, though it is written." And though it is necessary for the Christ to suffer and rise again from the dead on the third day. So this is before he, he died. Um, the apostles were told by Jesus, hey, listen, I have to die. And I have to come back in three days after my death to be able to do what I need to do. Right. So. <clears throat> He comes back from the dead, um, and this resurrection uh, is pivotal. I mean, pivotal. I I need to stop saying that word (laughs) or trying to, anyways. Um, So we have great teachers, right? Throughout the history of the world, there's been great teachers, and there's many religions that are uh, surrounding these great teachers. But Jesus Christ is the only one that had a resurrection story. He came back from the dead, um, and he was seen by many people. So you don't have one eyewitness of this. You have several eyewitnesses of this. So it's not like um, his apostles could have been like, ah he said he wasn't going to come back. He hasn't come back yet. We're going to make up a story. There's a lot of eyewitnesses and there's historical record of non-believers that account for his resurrection. So that's the number two. If you are a Christian, you believe in the resurrection of Jesus. Um, I don't know why I put them this way on my list. This list doesn't have a priority. Uh, thing the next one i have is death i feel like i should have put death before resurrection but you know who knows um on death so on death i have matthew 26 8 and first corinthians 15 2-4 and on this one i mean it's really simple there is tons of scripture in the old testament that talk about how God was going to die or how Jesus was going to die or however you want to call it, right? Um, Even how he was going to be betrayed and that he was going to be taken down by a specific group of people and he was going to die a gruesome death. So the death of Christ is also a big deal. He didn't just fall asleep for three days. He didn't just go in a state of, um, I don't know, like a halfway dead, but not really. (laughs) He was dead, like dead, dead, not like kind of dead or sort of dead, but like totally dead. So in Matthew 26, eight, it says, for this is my blood of the new covenant which is shed for many for remissions of sin. This is the reason why he died. Because his blood created a new covenant that we could have as Gentiles. Okay, this falls in the category of if you are not a Jew, right? Because before he came, only Jews could be part of the the called people. Um, Because of God sending Jesus and Jesus' death and resurrection, his blood has paid the price for our sins. Okay, Um, if you don't know what that means, I will put a link somewhere around here um, on salvation so you can go look it up what it means that his blood was, um, for the new covenant. Okay. All right. The next thing. So we have Trinity, which is who God is. We have Jesus's death, resurrection. And the third part of that is his ascension back to heaven. Um, so for his ascension, I only have one verse, um, but that's okay. Uh, and that is acts one. 9 through 12. This is really cool because not, actually, not anybody I know uh, outside of the Bible have just picked themselves up and taken themselves to heaven, right? (laughs) He just basically levitated. Uh, So Acts 1 9 says, now when he had spoken these things, so he had spoken to his disciples and stuff while they watched. okay it's not like he just poofed but while they watched he was taken up and a cloud received him and took him out of their sight so he basically levitated up and got on a cloud and then they couldn't see him anymore um yeah, <laughs> it that I don't know of anyone else in the history of humanity that has done that and it's been recorded. But if you do, let me know. I would like to know about that. Um, outside of that one really weird story in the Old Testament, okay. So we have Trinity, Resurrection, Death, Ascension, and then the one that I think is. A big one, not that any of these are small by any means in any way, uh, but this one makes or breaks Christianity. OK, if you don't hold fast to this belief, then we have issues. And that's the inerrancy of Scripture. OK, uh, Romans 10, 17 says, so then. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Um, yeah. So if you take away the inerrancy of scripture, which is basically uh, the idea that there are no errors. There's there's nothing in the Bible that's going to contradict itself. Okay. If I may say it that way. Um, There's some grammatical errors, I believe, and there's also some like stories that are kind of funky but have explanations. Um, And we can have a discussion on that if you guys want to. I can do a whole podcast on that. But I think the literacy of scripture is knowing that the Bible is the word of God. Period. End of statement. Okay. What that means is if I believe in God and I believe that he has written a letter to me or a book for me to read with his statutes and limitations and how he wants me to live my life, I need to be able to trust that that document is accurate. Right. Um, and then I need to read it and then I need to follow it. And that is a big thing for Christianity is um are you sure that the Bible is the word of God? If the Bible is the word of God, are you reading it? Because what happens is and this is something that I think it's a little bit illogical is we sit here in this throne of I am a Christian and you know I'm gonna go to heaven. Um, but then you have a book that was written for you for you to know how to live a life that's pleasing to God, but you don't read it. And it's like, so do you actually believe that it's coming from God? Or do you not? Um and if you're having questions about that, let's talk about it, because that's a big deal. I think um, on the other four uh, items that we've talked about, the Trinity, Resurrection, Death, and Ascension, if you're not like fully convinced of them or you're like, I just don't understand it, we can work through that, right? We can, we can go through scripture. We can do research. We can, we can talk theology. But if the problem you're having is you're not sure if the Bible is from God, then that's going to triumph everything else. Because if you if you think that the Bible's not the all in all, then you're going to start adding uh, people's opinions and other books and other things. And that's just going to take you to a rabbit hole that sometimes, and I'm not going to say always, But sometimes it's going to take you to either a cult or a deceived life. So it is very important that this question is something that you ask yourself. Do I believe that the Bible is the word of God and it has no error and I can trust it? Um, If your answer is yes to all of those, I do believe that is the word of God. Are you studying it? And are you studying it frequently all the time? Right? Because it's a little, bu- a little bit um, hypocritical of us to say, yes, this is the word of God. I love God, but I don't want to know what he wants for me. So if you believe the word of God is true and it's, you know, God breath um, then you should read it and if you don't know how to study it I again will put a link somewhere for the video that I have made that tells you how to study the Bible because it's very important because you won't be able to know and or understand the other concepts unless you're reading your Bible. So. With all that in mind, <laughs> um, here is basically the summary, okay, of what Christianity is. Um, Christianity, I think, is for all who are willing to follow Christ. Um, for all who are willing to follow Him, not just to know about Him, not just to Think that going to church once in a while is going to get you there, but really follow and know who he is and do what he tells you to do. But in order to do that, you need to read the Bible. So our process, once we have seen salvation, received salvation, uh, understood inherency of scripture or not, or Uh, Once we're reading our word, the process from there to heaven is called sanctification. And, you know, it's what we need to do to be able to get to heaven. And at the end of the day, listen to our Lord say, good job, my good and faithful servant. That's our end goal. So. I need you. I would like you to uh, really think and ponder in what I said. And, you know, if you have questions, as always, you can reach out to me. Um, I think this is a beautiful um, topic, if you will. Um, I will be talking about why we should choose Christianity and not any other religion. But This is a good starting place for you to sit down and think, um, what do I believe? Why do I believe it? Uh, Part of biblical counseling is um, to get you through the issues that you're going through. But, you know, as biblical counselor, if you don't rely on scripture, then there's very little that I can do for you. So this is a great spot go read your Bible. If you have questions, email them to me. I will be more than happy to get back to you and give you answers. Um, And no, I'm not a theologian. (laughs) I'm not like this super smart person, but I've been in church and I've been following Christ for a while And I think he has been gracious to give me some insight in the things that he likes and doesn't and his word. So ask me questions. If I don't know the answer, I'll find out the answer. Uh, Yeah, and we'll go from there. All right, guys, that is it. Short tweet as always, full of scripture. Go find the other scriptures that I sent you, gave you, And let's see if you get it, if you like it. If you don't, uh, let me know. I do this for you. I want to help you in your sanctification process and in your life. Let me know what you want me to talk about after that. I will see you guys next week. And as always, subscribe, share, like, all the things. Have a good one.